0: Hello everybody out there. Welcome to the latest edition of Volley. I'm Carolyn April and as always looking for my good buddy Seth Robinson. Seth.
1: Hey, what's up?
0: Hey, long time no see. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we had our, uh, our our ChannelCon event this week in Vegas so I got to see quite a bit of you. I'd like to have spent more time but still um, good event, right? I thought so.
1: Yeah, yeah, good ask? event. We were both very busy which is why we didn't see each other. You had... You had multiple sessions. I was emceeing a track, so really no sessions of my own. Um, I moderated a panel, but uh, you had what two or three things?
0: I had three sessions. Mm. I uh, I was on a, pan- a workforce panel on uh, Monday, and later in the day, I co-presented with our boss Tim Herbert on a whole bunch of a cornucopia, basically, of research stuff. Most of it channel related. And then I did my own breakout session on wednesday um which was also kind of a hodgepodge of two different studies the s m b study and the customer experience study um that is just just finished um well actually a few weeks ago. I think we talked about both on volley, i believe right, right. Um, yeah, so I sort of i sort of glued those two together and and uh, and I had a breakout session on that all went well, I mean you know um it's a little exhausting now um kind of regrouping here
1: yeah um, i have like i said it's it's not the same level of intensity to jump you know to do the emceeing versus jumping up on stage for like an hour but eight sessions over two days is pretty long days
0: oh yeah definitely no so. I, I i dropped in and saw your um one of your panels that you were uh you were moderating with rob ray from datto and Dave available and
1: and Maddie Martin from uh, Smith.ai. AI, yeah that that panel kicked things off and that went really well. It set the stage for things we've had Dave on the podcast before, you know, so people kind of know him, and uh, a lot of people know Rob. And Maddie was kind of a new face, but I think people got to know her. She uh, she had a lot to say, and all of them did, and it really went well. I was I was happy with that panel, and then we kind of dived into specific topics after that. So it was a good time and. Like you said, a, a good show overall, seemed to be a good energy. I heard that people were happy with the content, so I think we can declare victory.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think so. Um, I got a lot of good uh, feedback from folks over the course of the 40s or whatever that we were there. Um, it, it, it helped that we had the great keynoter in in Shaquille O'Neal. He was, Shaq was great. I was like overwhelmingly surprised. I mean, I knew he would be good, but I thought it, was, it, it exceeded expectations, for me at least. He was funny, and he had actual things to say as well. And it was just, uh, I thought it was one of our better keynotes that we've had over the year, all these many years that we've been doing ChannelCon.
1: Yeah, a lot of people were saying that, so I, I think they uh, hit the nail on the head with that one.
0: Totally. So another one in the books right
1: yep yep on to next year we'll be in miami again yes. we were in miami a few years ago we'll be in miami again so yeah
0: yeah. start, start be- crossing off the days already yeah it's so it's funny but, well i'm sure the events teams already they'll take a couple weeks and regroup and then they have to start working on it already yeah
1: so, you know, one one thing that was kind of in the air there at ChannelCon, as it is at a lot of these shows these days, I think is kind of this what is the channel, what types of firms are we talking about, and we got an article passed along to us from one of our colleagues uh, on this same topic that kind of gave us the idea for the podcast today. Uh, this was an article by Peter Radzewski. It's on channelplaybook.com. Uh, and and his point was, you know, he hears the term partner a lot, and he was kind of saying, well, not everyone is a partner. And I think that we tried to tackle this issue a couple of years ago when we started saying we're not going to use the term channel quite as much. We're going to call it business of technology. And, and I thought it would be good to... Maybe kind of do a quick walk through history and dive into this topic, and kind of say why even bother trying to figure out the names here or or what we're naming things. Because I do think that there there's a point to all of this, and it's it's kind of important. Uh, and and you know a lot more about this probably than I do, so I'm definitely anxious to hear your thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, I read I read Peter's piece, and um and 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 I get it. There's there, there's definitely a point in here that. Having one umbrella term for all of these types of businesses that are in the channel, and see, I'm doing it right now, it doesn't necessarily define these companies properly. But as you said, we here at Comtia, and believe me, in other past lives of mine and other places that I've worked, have always been trying to get the nomenclature right and figure out, you know, what do we what do we call all these businesses? Because when the channel first kind of developed, it was really just hardware resellers i mean and they everybody pretty much had the same business model and you know we called them vars value-added resellers i used to write for var business magazine back when it existed and it was very cut and dry and now of course the universe of what you would say companies that live in the indirect channel or the middle people um, that are selling technology or uh, in the business of technology as we've now defined it at CompTIA, um those, those business models have mushroomed into all different types of, of companies and they're not the same. And Peter is right in his article uh, that we might want to start thinking about how we define and, and talk about these players because they go to market differently, they price differently, their business model and revenue model is completely different in some instances uh how they align with vendors or don't is also very different depending on what type of business model they have. So yeah, maybe to call everybody a partner just is not true. And we need to be a little bit more accurate or we need to delineate a little bit more about what these companies are. Are you a managed service provider? Are you a value added reseller? Two different business models. I know I'm going on a little bit long here, but the you know the one thing that I want to emphasize is that often which makes it even more complicated, is that these companies often do a little bit of all. And so you've got a hybrid kind of thing going on here. So um, there are very few pure play managed service providers, for instance, that only do MSP work and on a recurring revenue model. Those folks will still sell hardware to customers if customers want it. It's still, you know, they will still do project work. Uh, So it's really difficult to put everybody in a very distinct bucket, because a lot of them kind of dabble in everything.
1: Right, right. Yeah, you, you said a few things there that I wanted to touch on. You know, the first is thinking of, of how we got to this point. So going all the way back to when the, the technology industry got started, it's a handful of companies selling incredibly expensive equipment to a handful of companies that can afford to buy it. At the time, the tech industry was basically like the the super airliner industry today, right? You know, there there aren't that many people buying You don't really have to get out there and beat the bushes that much you can kind of do these things direct and it's it's very very niche um then it evolved uh and and like you said we had you know distribution and hardware reselling but that was still kind of the extent of the technology industry and then you know the channel built up and evolved but still represented the bulk of the technology industry and i think the thing that we've really experienced here In the past, I don't know, five to ten years maybe, is that the the technology industry really went over a tipping point. It's been going on for a while, but it really went over a tipping point where – it encompassed much more than what had grown up through distribution channels you know from from vendors and resellers and then those resellers evolving into managed service providers now all of a sudden you you had many many firms that could kind of stand up services without being attached in any way to distribution so i think you know the term the channel kind of built up because it represented such a large part of the technology industry, and it just became an easy catch-all term. And I don't think we have that easy catch-all term anymore beyond technology industry. I I think if, you know, we, we kind of call it business of technology, which I think is getting close, but I think it might almost be even simpler to just say technology industry. If you're in the technology industry, we want to be talking to you. Other people might want to be talking to you. And then the other thing that I wanted to touch on that you said is if that's the case, then there are lots of different models out there, and in many cases, a single firm is kind of employing lots of these different models. So we have a managed services community, and I think that um, some of the feel behind that has kind of always been, if you are a managed services provider, you would be interested in this community. And, And so that tends to appeal to like the pure play MSPs, but now it's more like if you're doing a little bit of managed services, then you might have some interest in some of the topics in this community. You might also have interest in the security community and and whatever. And certainly today we do have members going you know across all of those. But I I think people tend to want to, you know pigeonhole a little bit uh, whether you know it's us doing that by applying labels to the communities or whether. The the, the firms that are coming are kind of doing that to themselves. I I think there's a little bit of pigeonholing going on, and there needs to be just sort of some broader acceptance. And, And this is where I think the language can help if we can get away from labeling a firm as such and such a thing, and if we can use some generic terms like technology industry or technology firm, and then start talking about the components of that that need to get focused on, uh, and then you don't have to be pigeonholed if you're interested in that component.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that the, you know the, the companies in this big channel ecosystem, they also have difficulty defining. If you ask them, what are you? They, I, I often find even on their websites, they have difficulty defining what they are, unless you know in the instance of a very pure play type of company, but very few of those exist. Uh, most of these companies are a hybrid model and so it's hard for them to define themselves Which makes it like how are we going to be able to define them? And I think maybe you're right that we want to maybe be more uh, less Specific and more around you're in the technology industry you provide technology services uh, And what that is, you know, then you describe to your customer, but um, uh, it, It's tricky and, and I think I've almost done up my hands on this whole naming thing because it's just become uh, a circular mess when we try to discuss it uh, in, in meetings I've been in and, and with many people in the industry. We've all sat in rooms and whiteboarded, you know, whiteboarded ourselves to death over trying to figure out a name for this and. Um, and, and I don't know what it is. I think you're right. I think it's more like identify yourself as being a technologist in the technology. You know, you're, you're you provide technology services, and then it's up to you to to articulate what those services or products are that you sell to the customer.
1: Yeah, um, and that's that's sort of a bottoms up approach, right? Because I think the other thing that's happened is we we've tended to take a very top down approach because it again, given the history, a lot of the activity has been driven from the vendors, and and they need You know, partners out there. And that's kind of to Peter's point in this article that partner kind of became this catch all term. Uh, And and obviously, that's still happening and that's a major component of it. Um, But for any firm that's kind of at that leaf level, that might only be one part of it. For the vendors, that still might be a, a very major part. When they're thinking about the ecosystem, that's what they think about is who are our partners that are helping us sell. But from the bottom up, that's only one component, probably, of uh, a firm's business, and and so that's where we need to really think broadly, I think, and and understand, like you're saying, you know, how these companies identify or don't identify, and what things they're interested in, and then begin to form around these interest groups, which is something that we're doing here as well, especially around emerging technology. So drones is a great example where. Rob was mentioning this on on my panel at ChannelCon that the initially when we started talking about drones the interpretation of that from a lot of our membership is well, how can I sell drones? Or how can drones be part of my line card? How am I going to play here? And yeah, that's not the conversation lot skeptic-
0: that we're... There's a skepticism around it. Like, why are we even getting involved in this, right? right?
1: And and that's actually not the conversation that we're trying to have. What we're trying to say is there is a segment of companies out there that are very involved in drones, and they don't look... <laughs> like the traditional channel that we've had, and we want to serve them. And maybe there's a little overlap and some play in the middle there, but we're really trying to have a different discussion. Uh, And so I think that these interest groups that we're pursuing uh, and the councils that we have are are really a good step towards having these discussions that we wanna be having.
0: Yeah, I mean we say all the time that every industry is an, is, is a technology business uh, nowadays. We've talked about that on the podcast before. But I think um, any type of company can be uh, related to the channel in some sense. I mean my studies, as we've discussed over the years, have, have shown that there are all kinds of new players, or they're not new players, they're they in their own industries. So they're accountants or their are law firms. Um, but they are participating in the technology channel because often they're making referrals to their customers um, around particular software solutions. Um, they may be even getting referral money from, a, from the vendor that they're representing uh, out there to their customers. And while the technology piece of the puzzle, the little side business that they have, is not their main mission, uh, you, you can still argue very successfully that they are part of this whole channel ecosystem. Um, but if you talk to them, they're never going to identify as, "Oh yes, I'm an MSP or I'm a, you know, I'm a reseller or I'm, a, I belong in the IT channel." They they don't think in terms of that nomenclature at all, but that doesn't mean that they're not actually participating in what we're doing here,
1: you know? Right, right, yeah. I think, I, I think we're. Um... Making good strides, like I like I said, towards this, and and this is something that's not going to change overnight. Uh, and and I I think that the more we can t- figure out what what topics are out there, what you know, discussions around business models or discussions around technology implementation are are interesting to people, then we can become comfortable with whatever segment of people gravitates towards that discussion and not feel like it has to be all encompassing.
0: True. Very true. Um, And I think one thing we haven't talked about here is I think the end customer um, is changing things as well. Um, You know, with the advent of the cloud, you know, basically just becoming the pervasive way to deliver technology today. You know, customers have a lot more say in everything. And our research bears that out. I mean, a lot of decision making is done based solely on the fact that customers are demanding it. Um, from the channel perspective. And and so customers are the way, just as I said at the outset, that it used to be very monolithic, like it was a, a bunch of big technology players, like you said, and then one type of channel, very linear, and they sold hardware, they were VARs. Well, customers now are very different in how they want to um, buy and use and, uh, technology, and so they no longer that linear using that linear model. I mean, they can per, you know they can download things themselves. they can buy things themselves, they can do an end around around uh, around the channel altogether. They can look purely for someone to be a consultant to them. And that's a big role that a lot of channel players have morphed into. It's like, hey, I don't need to resell software or hardware or anything. I can just be a consultant and and help that and make decisions. For customers that are that are informed about what technology they should use, um, so so the influence of the end customer and how they now think about how they want to buy, uh, use and manage their technology, um, that's also throwing a kind of a monkey wrench into everything.
1: Yeah, that's a great point, and and another another point of emphasis of of why we should try to think about this from bottoms up, right? Because again, you know, again, these end customers don't just need product delivered anymore. They need services to be provided. Uh, And and like you said, that's what a lot of people are finding, but that dynamic uh, kind of goes against what we've had for years and years and years. Uh, And, and again, you know, figuring out the interest groups and figuring out these, these topics that the customers are asking about and then how those topics are getting addressed uh, is is really at the heart of where you know the bulk of these you know smaller firms that are that are working locally uh, are really playing these days.
0: Yeah, totally agree. I don't think this is going to be especially just basic the basic nomenclature. I don't think that's ever going to be solved. I hate to be a cynic, but um and we'll continue to talk about this for years to come but i think it's important to understand the um the the differences between the types of companies that do serve in the technology industry but all but then keep you like you said the bottoms up approach though really is the smart one i think because that's what we're all participating in one one industry Uh, what we sell deliver and manage might be different but or consult on might be different Uh, and so we can, you know, argue and debate till the cows come home on what type of uh, name we have for what we do. Um, but that said, I think it's, it's good to understand that we're all just in the, the the broader tech industry.
1: Right, right. And I, I, I agree. I think we'll, we will continue having these debates and we can probably revisit on this on the podcast for as many years to come as we would want to. But every once in a while, if there's places where. A change in term really makes it more inclusive and, and broad. Those are worth thinking about. Uh, and so, if, if there's a couple of those small things that that we can end up, you know, pulling out and, and maybe doing ourselves, then I think that can go a long way.
0: Yep, totally agree. Keep us busy and employed for a while, right? That's
1: the goal. Uh, yeah. That's that's what we're all aiming for. So
0: <laughs> exactly. All righty. Well, I think uh, we've had one busy, busy week, so we could probably think about winding down now, right? And having a good weekend.
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm looking forward to it. I really have nothing on the book, so I'm looking forward to blowing whichever the way the wind takes me.
0: Yeah, I I, I am too. I'm looking at my little weather thing here, and it looks like I'm going to have a nice, nice weather weekend, and I'm looking forward to just doing some relaxing, and then we will pick it all up again next week.
1: Yep. Well, you enjoy, and uh, I will talk to you soon.
0: Sounds good. Bye. Bye.